Jeremiah Watkins has a new one-hour special coming to YouTube on March 21st. Watch it, share it, like it, and comment. YouTube.com slash Jeremiah Watkins. Welcome back to another roadcast. Traveling the country, one of my best pals. On our way to Arizona. Gonna get some Albert tacos in black. Trying to get a girl to bone ya. Whoa. Trying to get a girl to bone ya in Arizona. In Arizona. Doesn't that sound like a country hit? Just it trying does. to get a girl to bone me. In Arizona. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm feeling it. honey. I'm feeling honey. Back Bitch, in Tennessee where, where my mama raised me. <laughs> Tennessee, where my mama raised me, and if you can't see, then I'm gonna have to kick you again, and again, till you're dead. I begged her to get down on her knees. I don't like the misogynist direction that this roadcast began with. Okay, me neither. You know what? Can we do a reset? Yeah. Can we do that song, but it's a woman singing it? Okay. <laughs> Girl, I'm on my way to Arizona to get... Fucked. It doesn't work the same way. I'm gonna get turned out. <laughs> I'm gonna get my back broken tonight. He's gonna turn me into a water spout. I back need- broke out. <laughs> <laughs> I need two doses of scoliosis. <laughs> two doses of scoliosis. You know that the, you know, the, the you've been loved good. If yeah, you got and a dozen roses. <laughs> I need a dozen roses from my scoliosis, from my back co- blown out. <laughs> from my back blown out. Shout out to my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, because you know he's black. You know he's black. <laughs> Giving me that long stroke. Giving me that big sack. <laughs> <laughs> now, which race has the biggest sack? Okay, and that's something that we haven't discovered yet yeah, and we haven't talked about. Everyone's always, oh, black guys, big dicks, right? But who has the biggest balls? Well, okay, that's that's good. I'm glad that we're talking about this. Yeah, because thank you. Because it's one of those things, I think, where it doesn't matter as much to ladies uh, how big the balls are. <laughs> but maybe, you know, the, here's a question. Sound off in the comment, ladies. Uh, sound off in the comment. <laughs> the one comment. Sound off in the comment thread that I've pinned at the uh-huh. top of this. If you're still listening you're after still, that Oh, no, no, no. They're listening. <laughs> they love the country music on this. So is uh, a, it a problem if you have really tiny balls with a big penis? We're talking disproportionate. Okay. We're talking like dimes. I feel like the less balls, the better. Because they don't get in the way? Yeah, they're an architectural nightmare. And then also, it's just, I don't think anybody likes balls. Like, you never really met a girl who's just like... Who's uh, into the balls? His dick was okay, but God, his balls His ball were game something. was crazy. Oof. That I boy was eek a ball. But maybe some girls like the... <laughs> That's true. That is nice. I have a theory, though. I don't know, I don't know if it's as much balls as it is, um, but to upper... That upper area, upper whatever, the groin, a fupa the would area? be a, for. A, I guess a fupa is still for a man. Fat upper penis area. Oh yeah, 
yeah, it's more of that because if it's the ball slamming to me, that sounds painful. I don't like you it. You know what I think it would be a good uh, meth syndicate shirt would be uh, instead of the Puma logo, it just says Fupa. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it should be the Puma with like a, a little bit of like a chub underneath. Oh, know, that, same logo. yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard it here first. Yeah. I want te- we want ten percent, and I want half of that. I sometimes will just think of of meth syndicate shirts because since I'm not in the t-shirt business, I'm like, yeah. oh, I'd like, I think that this would be a fun t-shirt I mean, or hey, while we're at it, let's do Tesla, but it's test testies. Testies? I mean, that could work. But it's in the Tesla font. Right, testies? Yeah. Yeah, people might like that. I don't know. You got any other quick spitball ideas? I, it's hard, you know. I mean, oh, just with, with, uh, with brands like just, that? Yeah, like just parody shirts for meth syndicate. Parody shirts, yeah. Um... It is tough on the spot. I, I like I like the TV shows that they do and the different movies, the mashups and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I like when it's like a a photo of Guy Fieri and it says Smash Mouth. That's Mess Syndicate. Love it. We get it. That was he, a, dude, that was a Nissan that just drove by. These guys. Come on. I can't. Bu- I don't know. Whatever. I'm not a car. I do love cars, but. Uh, at, at this point in my life, I just want one that starts when I turn the key and can get me to Arizona. Sure. A to B, man. A to B. That's that's my most important. If I could choose, I'd want like a fucking a Lincoln Continental slammed with the fucking airbags and like. Lincoln Continental. Is yeah. that like the limo? No, it's like a lowrider. Like if you get like a 1960s one, I, I oh, believe it is. There. I'm thinking about the town car. Oh, yeah. No, I want a lowrider limousine. <laughs> Really? No. Oh. Too much car. I was like, that's kind of Mexican of you. I mean, yeah, no, I do want a lowrider, not a limo. That, that, at that point, it's a family business. And I, I'm not <laughs> trying to take the reins, man. Yeah, dude. There was a guy I, when I, I used to work at a place. Uh, there was a guy. There was a Yeah. Uh, he was a skater guy. No, uh, and I think their family owned a limo. Like, that was the family business. It was parked outside their house. And one day I was driving by it. It, it seemed like their son or something. It was way too early for this, too. But he had a bottle of Patron and a joint. And he was, like, filming a video through the sunroof of this limo that was clearly parked in front of his parents' house. You know, yeah. like, trying to make a movie thing like he was in a limousine, like, partying. Sure. But I saw the behind-the-scenes. You saw the behind-the-scenes. So if anybody was- saw that video, he was fronting. It wasn't... That wasn't really... He was fronting. He was fronting. I should have yelled. Ten points taken off for fronting. Fronting. You I don't, swear. You don't want to front, you know? Although a lot of people do be fronting on Instagram. It's Instagram is, I would say, 70% fronting. A lot of front. Yeah, a lot of front. 30% of it is... You can find the real stuff in there, but it's a lot of front. It's like the opposite of a mullet. It has nothing on in the back, just all in the front. And it's all business, baby. Speaking of fronts, uh, what's this guy doing? Oh, come on, bro. What you guys are you gonna watch us get doing? fucking flipped over by a semi? I mean, yeah. There's this. Oh, okay. Just trying to prop that up underneath the. Uh, to give that a little bit of that shake. That'll help Oops. us. Sorry, it turned a little bit. That's all good. They get it. They were doing this road cash on the road there. That's right. Uh. Dude, I wore my. Uh, what the fuck? Uh, happened? It's covering the back eyepiece. Oh. It's like a weird feature. Gotcha. Cool. Good grief. Sorry. No, it's all right. Um, 
The uh, I wore this beanie for you, Joel, because this is a one-of-a-kind exclusive beanie that it was like a merch idea that never went into production. Okay. It's uh, my Kath Magla. So you wore it for me just to sort of tease me that I'll never have one because there's only one in the world? No, I wore it for you because, you know, we did like Kill Tony for years together. and you We did do that. And we would be cat burglars on yes, the show together. Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> and so I wore it for you. That's cool. <laughs> so if we were cat burglars again and say we needed wardrobe, yeah. um, only you would have the one with the cat burglar well, print cat on burglar it. wouldn't wear his own this wouldn't appear on stage ever so i would never wear this i guess on like yeah a wearing your own merch as a ba- as a robber, as a robber. Like, uh, like banksy is like wearing a sign that says banksy yeah. when he's spray painting it's stuff. his actual face on it yeah. it says i'm banksy yeah but then again if the if the cat burglar wore cat burglar merch i feel like it would throw them off a little bit probably they, they'd be like what no one's that dumb what and the you, hair's what, not even the same. What do you mean? Oh, my God. I think it's him. It might be the Katbagla. That is pretty cool. I like a lot of the one-off merch that you guys, they, a lot of the test prints, yes. they end up being pretty cool, but they're not shit that the general public would wear. Yeah, it's like too deep of cuts kind yeah. of thing. Like the blankets that we made, uh, uh, gave one to your mom. She I loves kept one. Um, that it had... One of the blankets, I think we, I don't think, we tri- we sold it only for like a little bit. It's instead of the Marvel uh, universe, that classic Marvel universe with uh, Iron Man and Spider-Man and, and all of, uh, like Black Panther and all those like laid out, uh, Hulk, everybody, Miss Marvel, all that, uh, all in the Marvel uh, font. I put, uh, I had um, an artist, uh, shout to Alec, who... Uh, who he hand drew a bunch of my characters and it's just Watkins underneath and Sick. I have a blanket of that on, on my bed. Hell yeah. I love it. That's like one I of bet, my favorite pieces of I bet of, your wife loves that. She makes me flip it over <laughs> all the time. She's a, like the other side is just a white furry side and she goes, Please will you uh, just I'm like, Yes, he's like, sorry. I'm I know that you don't want to look at all these like weird characters. Yeah. Like it's like Jack the Ripper and like Feminist <laughs> Stacy and Shane. And it's also you. It's me on all of them. She's looking down. She looks at you. She looks back down. She yeah. looks at you. She goes, you're the guy on the blanket. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how you get ladies. You put you put your face on a blanket. You put that blanket in bed. Yeah. They realize you're the blanket guy. And then now you're fucking in too deep. Because I'm in too deep and, and I'm, I'm trying, trying to keep up above in my head instead of going under. Hell yeah, dude. You know what I've been, uh, I'm really late to the party on, but I started watching recently is Breaking Bad. Have you ever seen that? Are you serious? Are yeah. you being serious right no, now? No, I'm being serious. What season are you on? Season two, episode three, I believe, maybe four. Bro, I'm literally. Maya and I just got into it. Uh-huh. We're in season three right now. So, like, I'm so excited that I have a friend who's also yeah. experiencing yeah. Breaking Bad. The first time ever. I'm so happy that, oh, dude. You're season three? Mm-hmm. Damn, I got to hurry up. I've been I just know, so we can crushing them, so, dude. So we yeah. can start uh, talking about the episodes and stuff like that. You know, the first time I watched it, uh, it was almost, like, too emotional for me. Like, I, I don't deal well with, like, cancer stuff. 
So the fact huh, that me like, neither. Hey, I mean, well, I mean, you deal with it pretty well. You're still alive. Actually, I dealt with it pretty well. I dealt with it pretty well. Uh, yeah. If you were, if this message was coming from beyond the grave, I'd be like, yeah, you really don't. Yeah, yeah. Um, God. Anyway, this is where I do the sign of the cross. Um, uh, that's another interesting thing. I'm not super religious anymore, but God, if Catholicism was not just beat into my mind, where I still sure drop the sign of the cross every now and so then. So do you, so you said you don't deal with stuff like cancer very well. Yes. Did you Did you have a family member or something that um, passed yes, away? Yes, I did. Yeah, I had a. My mom had breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, she got through it. It was, but it was definitely like one of the toughest sort of like moments in our life, and. Um, I'm just a hypochondriac too. I'm always scared about it. And, uh, but I started watching that first episode and as soon as I knew he had cancer and all that, I was like, I don't know if I can like handle this the whole show, but I just sort of stuck through it. I was like, let me stick through it. Uh, one of the security guards at the store was talking about it and I was like, God, that sounds good. And then my friend Ryan was, he watched it a second time and was sort of telling me what he sort of learned the second time around watching it i was like oh that's fucking cool like i want to get into this so well ryan's just, also he's like an actor so he you know i'm sure he was looking out for oh no this was too. uh ryan from the improv ryan uh oh, clark gotcha. my bass player in oh, Mad Peaceful. Gotcha. check us gotcha. out but i bet ryan has also watched it and would probably also yeah you're right would say the same thing he likes a lot of good movies like those like heavy like actor fucking movies you know good ones yeah, um, uh, yeah. I was kind of thinking about that when I was watching the first few episodes specifically and the first season with my wife. I was like, man, this has got to be weird for her because she has to relate to the Skylar character on yeah, the smaller scale. For sure. Of well, things. And I would say even as you being a, a comic in a way, like let's say comic is you running a meth business. It's like you are, you know, gone a lot or whatever. Maybe you come back home, you're in a mood from whatever happened. And, you know, being a, being the wife of somebody who is, whose job is to, uh, go out constantly and do these things. Um, yeah, it's interesting. You, it, it is. She's caught me with a second cell phone. Yeah, no, that's right. Kidding. Yeah. A gun. A gun. No, yeah, I don't yeah. even know if that's happened. Don't, don't ruin that. But, um, yeah. yeah, it is. It's good. And then I'm also realizing like, it's a stressful fucking show. It's like, very stressful. I uh, my heart is racing at the end of certain episodes for, for sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah, dude. When they when um I don't know. Spoiler alert. For when uh Tuco. Oh, put, dude. I was it's like so stressful. He left. Um, I know we're super late on this. I think uh, it's funny watching it now years later. There are certain things with the writing that in my head I'm like, oh, that's a little like. Over overall, it's like a ten out of ten. But I think they use the word "yo" a lot in it, and it's like kind of like wedged in there sometimes where it shouldn't be. I think that they're just trying to drive home with a character like Jesse Pinkman that like there's real people out there like that. Yeah, for sure. Like I think he's trying. I think they shove the yo in there because Jesse is trying to overcompensate. Yeah. As a dealer. So he's even a, shoving think, it into his life. I think yeah. so. Yeah, that's but how I justify it. Where I'm like, I this know. is okay. I'm making justifications. Um, no, I, I think you're right. I think yeah, he's such a like loser that he he's almost like yeah him and then the other like white characters that I've will been, say I've it. been working on my on my Jesse okay I know cool. it's so outdated but no like, but I think it's such a th- this is why I'm like watching it show. now yeah is because 
it's one of those shows that, like, you know, I finally did Sopranos. I, I mean, I did Game of Thrones in real time, but, like, I think it's so iconic that I think it's going to be good forever. And now with the Better Call Saul and that, it, uh, yeah, everybody's like, once you're done with Breaking Bad, you got to go through and watch Better Call yeah. Saul. Um, but it's so good. I mean, dude, Brian Cranston is, like, phenomenal. Next dude. level. Dude, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's – um. Yeah, it's so good. I've been really enjoying it. It's I, you know, I, I scroll a lot on my phone and I get fucking headaches. And I'm like, I need to get off my phone. So to like, get into the show, watch it for an hour has been really nice to clean my brain. And yeah, um, yeah. That's so awesome. you're season three. What episode? Uh, towards the end of season three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's been cool, man. And then uh, lately, I've just been gearing up. For this uh, one-hour special release, dude. Oh, dude, yeah, that's cool. It looks great from the clips I've seen. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited, uh, very excited to get it out there. And what's kind of cool, I mean, as you have seen a lot of the material develop on this special specifically. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so it'll be cool to um, get your feedback on how, it. Uh, how much um, ratio-wise in the special would you say is was impromptu in the moment and how much of it was... Sure. Uh, that's what I'm excited to, to release the special. I think uh, there's way more material in this special than my last special. Uh, yeah. Even though, so I want to say that the last special I probably did uh, out of an hour, my last special was probably about 40 minutes yeah. of material and 20 of crowd work, yeah. it, like in riffing and stuff like that. This one, uh, this is a 57-minute special, and I want to say that, 45 of it is uh, material. Material, hell solid, yeah, solid that's material. great. Yeah. yeah, and I'll, I'll even say, like, watching you do material, um, it might not even be the same on the same night. Like, you'll do jokes. Yeah. It's the way you're weaving in them. Maybe, yeah. like, the way you're looking after a thing or you're, you're, you're directing it at a, at a person. or there, There's still a lot of um, fluidity. Yeah, I try to... to give even if people see if they come to see a couple shows in a weekend and i'm still working on the same material it still feels a little bit differently yeah. because it's following different stuff or it might be following a moment that i interacted with somebody yeah. and we tried to weave it into what we were just talking about with them or yeah. whatever but yeah yeah dude it's cool man it's uh it's been really fun to watch you work it out and like dude we we didn't talk about uh because we did a roadcast on the way yeah to that gig we didn't talk about new year's eve what sunnyvale. actually in sunnyvale yeah 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 we got we should talk a little bit okay, about that cool you, you lead and i'll fucking okay. jump right so, in so um it was raining outside so their normal green room was shut down because their green room's outside. Their green room is Very outside. Very nice, it seemed like, but not yeah, that day. There was, they had couches out there, and it seemed like nice open air kind of green room. Kind of unique to that club, because there's uh, most green rooms, obviously, aren't outside. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we get there. It's pouring rain. It was a horrible storm on the way there. Uh, yeah, we saw a guy, like, waist deep in water. Oh, dude, it was scary, like, to the point, like, when we got done roadcasting, I told Joel, I was like, this is a good call that we, you know. Yeah. Did not, we weren't roadcasting, like, too much. No, it got gnarly. There was flood warnings. People, they closed down certain freeways. Yeah. Um, 
but uh, it was it, yeah, it was a weird thing. I think that we we I think that we covered a little bit like the power outage and stuff that happened, uh, but it was just more like that was quite the ordeal. Of Did a, we talk about? Trip. I don't think we talked about the power outage. We didn't. Well, because I think we only podcasted on the. Did we podcast on the way back? I think we podcast on the way back because we couldn't podcast on the way there. Okay, I thought we just rain. had found a time to do it. Or I did don't we remember. do it early? Oh, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I think recall. we did it maybe early and we finished before. So okay, so maybe we didn't talk about the power outage. No. So first show goes great. Mm-hmm. They're getting people out. We have another one at I think ten thirty. And the power goes out completely in the club. On the entire block. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess this, um, a fuse caught on fire or something in yeah. the box. And we're like. And it shut it down. Yeah, we're like. I start thinking, what are we doing this by candlelight? We're going to have like a phone up. Well, and like, I looked at the owner. She's like, oh, we're doing a show. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I mean, I would have done it. Sometimes those things are great because people pull together. They're, they they realize yeah. we're up against it. We're I've gonna, had to do some shows. Not the full headlining set without a mic, but long portions of the set where I'm just projecting to the yeah. crowd. Um, but yeah, and then uh, we were supposed to do a toast at midnight and then that all got fucked up so we had to do it up top or something. Yeah. And then I forget. And then Jeremiah fucked a balloon on the ground at midnight. Your boy. Your boy. Sometimes you gotta do it. Sometimes you gotta go for it. Sometimes you gotta fuck a giant 23 silver balloon. And this year, it's only been up from there. It really has not been. Uh, no, yeah, it has. It's been, <laughs> no, life's been good, man. I uh, I don't know if there's anything more you want to say about. No, not too much. It the was, food was really good. The staff was great. We ate at a weird pizza place. Yeah, but then they had pizza too, and then they had fucking hot dogs and popcorn, which I fuck with. Oh, by the way, are you a hot dog guy? I like hot dogs so because we never really had hot dogs together. I don't think, and I, I'm like I love them. And uh, I, I had a I had a Chicago dog when I went to Portillo's. I had to get one of those. Cool. That's yeah. one of our spots. Is uh, that uh, Mr. Andrew Santino introduced us? That's to. right. Yeah. Um, and then I had a beef sandwich when I was in Chicago. Man, that was really, really those good. Those are the best. I'll fucking do a beef sandwich, a chili cheese dog, and a Chicago dog. Yeah, I got the chocolate cake shake but i split it between me and a couple friends because it was it was deadly i went last time and they were out Ooh. of the cake shake and i was pissed but it was probably better for, for me the best. yeah it's never a good idea but it is it's re- it is really fun all right so we're going to eat right now uh jeremiah it's a surprise i don't know where we're going big uh, surprise i think joel's gonna like it he said, I want you filming yourself for this reaction. Yep. So. So it's going to be hilarious if it's a huge <laughs> letdown because I'll get to look at the video while I'm not driving and see the hope go out of Joel's eyes. Like, oh. Oh. I don't even. Yeah. No, no. Oh, this is great. That's awesome, dude. That you made a big deal. Medieval uh, times. What uh, the hell? Wait. Huh? <laughs> what? Oh, my Shit. God. Barely um, I make a wrong turn? That's kind of hilarious if I did. I might have. Uh, definitely made a wrong turn. Canton Dragon Asian Grill and Bar. Yup. Yup. Wow. Taco uh, Bell. What's going on? What the? 
definitely took a wrong turn. Wow, this is just really ramping up the excitement. Okay, we're going to Home Depot. <laughs> That's a fuck. I have like a dad joke disease, I think. Because when you said we're going to Home Depot, my first thought was, I would love to go there. And I, a voice in my head says, don't say that. But then I just did it anyway. Oh. <sighs> it's too bad. I don't think I want kids. I think I'd have the I'd be dad joke of the year award winner. Jimmy yeah. John's. Yeah. Nope. Wow. Thought I had a time perfect. Nope. It's fine. It's only been two minutes since I pressed record. Not not that bad. I get it. It's eating up the storage on your phone, Joel. <laughs> I'm just scared it's gonna you go no more space right when yeah, I arrive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's it. I think I see it over there. <laughs> what is happening? Oh, shut up. Wait, I think I know what's happening here. I'm not sure yet. Oh, heck, is this what I, wait. I don't want to react too early. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, baby. Oh yeah, dude. Totally worth it. I didn't even know they had these out here. Exactly. I found out and I freaked out. Wow, Portillo's, baby! Portillo's, let's go! Oh, man. Yeah, I'm pretty fucking excited. That was worth it. Oh, wee, 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 wee. Santino, what have you done to me? Oh, oh. Am I taking me out? Happy birthday, brother. Oh, my God. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah, what I was going to say is, like, you know, shit's hard. Life's hard for everyone. But I think that the last few months I've been feeling pretty good. And I've been like, oh, like, life's good right now. You well, know, well, like. You said that, um, you know, uh, if we can talk about this. Uh, bring about, it up, dude. Well, you said that you haven't been drinking and things no, have I, been, uh, just uh, kind of organically good things have been happening. Yeah. No, I quit drinking six months ago. And it's probably the best thing I've ever done. I mean, like, it is really weird. The how good things start happening when you cut certain things out of your life. Like, I'm not saying it's bad. It just wasn't for me, I don't think. Uh, some people works for it, but some people it's negative for. My family, yeah. it's a negative. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, I think most people. I think uh, I think it's a pretty – I don't really know. I don't know the statistics. But, um, but yeah, things have been really great, man. And I, even if it's just sort of – changed my outlook on things because i was getting depressed a lot and uh you know alcohol is a depressant and I, i'm already depressed as it is so it just wasn't helping um and i think now when i'm depressed i'm at least not also hung over and at like a negative 10 you know i'm at least at a zero mm -hmm. so i can kind of deal with the day um but yeah it's been good and now i feel like i'm past the hump of like for a while, it was pretty awkward around people on stage. It was, like, tough to feel like myself again because I was so used to, like, numbing it out and being, like, the party animal or whatever. I've been trying to figure out a joke. I mean, I guess it's just as easy as saying, like, um, I used to think I was an extrovert, and then I realized I was just fucked up all the time. Like, I was just... 
Right. I was just drunk all the time. Now I'm like pretty quiet, pretty reserved. Before I was like, just dude, like just hammered. Yeah, uh, I mean, it happens, dude. It happens yeah. when you start getting comfortable, um, like in certain habits. Then that just becomes routine. Yeah, it made stand up really tough. Like the first, I want to yeah, say, it's, it's got to be way easier. As far as like being feeling more present and dialed in now, right? Yeah, it was tough for about three months. I was really questioning what my life was about and going like, well, if I can't do stand-up sober, should I be doing stand-up at all? And uh, But you just trust it. And you know that there are people who have gone through it. And they you just trust that once you get past that awkward phase, like you will be okay. And then, you know, you taking me to feel... I think... La Jolla was a real turnaround weekend for me. That was the first sort of 20-minute sets I was doing consistently without alcohol. Mm -hmm. Um, And I learned a lot that weekend. And then Chappelle brought me to Phoenix to do, I think we did six shows or five shows, and that was another one. And then um, getting those under my belt, I was like, okay, I know what to expect. I know what the time feels like. I know how to, like... Yeah, because there were just times I, I didn't feel like I was connecting, man. I was like, it, it was like stand-up with a condom on, kind of like over my... You feel like a little bit of a delay? Over like, my brain, yeah. I mean, I was there, but I wasn't really there. I'd get off and felt like I hadn't really shaken hands with them. Mm-hmm. And uh, When was the last time you skated? Um, <laughs> Was it? Yeah. Man, that bums me out a little bit, to be honest. I mean, I'm not against it. I just yeah. got to be more careful. I mean, like, yesterday somebody asked me, like, do you skate? And I was like, of course, because it's just, like, so in me. But, um, yeah, yeah, I would skate again. I'm not afraid. I've never been, like, I know why I got hurt that day. I got hurt because I wanted to get a clip. I was newly single. I wanted to get a clip to on put a cu- online. On a couple roadcasts ago. <laughs> Joel, uh, I thought a, I broke my fucking ankle. I thought you did too. Yeah, it hurt and it felt different. And uh, I was out for about two months. I, I was out from jujitsu for about two months. Yeah, uh, that, that sucks. I couldn't walk for about f- two to four weeks without without the crutches. Um, it sucked. Uh, me, we went to La Jolla. If you don't know the story, we were skateboarding. There was a spine transfer. And me being a dumb, fucking ego-driven comedian who was trying to get likes on Instagram, I was like, I'm going to get this clip. Because uh, what girl would not lose her mind for a 35-year-old doing a spine Dude, transfer? it's a panty dropper. We all know it. We all appreciate it. Yeah, early grab spine transfer. Uh, but I just went. I was like, I bailed the first one, and I was like, fuck it. I'm committing. And I just I rolled my ankle really bad. And... Uh, it was just sprained, but um, I don't know, something about, I can't describe it, but when I fell, it felt a little bit different. So I've, uh, maybe I've just never rolled my ankle like that, but um, everyone always says that when you break it, like you, you'll know because it just felt a certain way. And I was like, was that it? Was that what I just felt? Yeah. And um, yeah, it really sucked. But also, dude, I, I, um, I also tell me if I'm being too long-winded, but I guess that's what these podcasts are for. I think um, I also just learned a lot about being able to handle things like that on the road, man. Because, you know, I, I'm a real nervous guy, and I, I I want everything to sort of be perfect on the road. And that was one instance where it wasn't, and I was okay. Well, 
I'm sure in your top five things of having to do shows when you don't, I, I mean, we all, we've referenced it so many times, but yeah. that when we, so we were at the hospital for a while that day and yeah. I was like starting to look at the time and countdown time of how much time we had before needing to get to the club and all that. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I think we have enough time to get food. I think food, it was 3 o'clock when we went, and yeah. I think we got out of there around 5, 5.30. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we did the shows, and the shows ended up going great. The other time, the sickest was Manchester when we did Kill oh, Tony yeah, for yeah. Manchester when we all were well, just, uh, just Some so shit. violently ill. Still did the show. Dude. But so now with things like uh, – it feels like, dude, if you have a little cold or something, it feels like nothing now. Yeah. Yeah, my throat's a little funky. I don't know if it's from jujitsu or if I'm getting a sinus infection. But I was like, I started panicking. And then I'm like, you know what? I have uh, Phoenix as a city. They got shit. Like, worst case scenario, I figure it out. What else am I going to do? Sit at home and be sad that I missed an opportunity. It's like that to me is way worse on the brain than just that you know this actually helps me like be more in the moment and forget about whatever is going on and uh yeah it it powered me up to be like it's okay if you're not leaving home on at a hundred percent like you can still make it happen it's gonna be okay yeah you gotta make uh, there's a lot of times during the week where i will stay out a little bit too late or stay up a little bit too late working on something and then i have to wake up and i'm like ah maybe i can nap during the day a little bit and then there's not enough time and i really got to focus and run through because i'm like i did i did nap for an hour last night so i could get back up to do some editing and also see maya for like an hour we watched an episode of breaking bad before i had to pack and and get stuff because I wasn't planning. This Damn, was I was a, doing the same thing. This was a last-minute trip. So basically what happens every once in a while is a headliner will back out at a club, and they have to scramble to replace that headliner. And my agent called me, and he's like, hey, can you do this weekend? And originally it was Friday through Sunday. I was like, I can't do that Sunday. That's It's just too much. It ruins my week. Like yeah. And uh, he goes, what about Thursday through Saturday? And I said, I can do that. Uh, and so I hit up Joel. I was like, bro, can you make this trip happen? Super last minute. And he was able to, and I was thrilled because I did not want to go. You don't want to go alone if you don't have to. Yeah. I also I also like the fact that um, we've shared so many rooms that that's familiar too. So it's like. You're not like sleeping next to some psycho who you don't know, or oh yeah, you're 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 all tense or got your guard up or whatever. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. It's sometimes it's just weird, you know. Even <laughs> to the nicest people. By the way, I think when you showed Steve on Scissor Bros your penis, it changed him. Wow. I think he has amped up his bi-ness okay. since then. Okay. Because he has sent me. He's been sending me gay gifts lately of literally, like, dudes, like, having sex in the butt. Okay. <laughs> How like, do I get into this text chain, by the way? Huh? Um, I'm sorry to cut you off. I was looking at my phone because I saw a billboard for a place that has Dole Whip somewhere off of this freeway. You ever Dole? had one of those? No, what is it? So, usually you can only get it at Disneyland, um, but Dole, the pineapple company, they make a, like, a whip, like a Dole Whip. It's like a frozen pineapple whipped ice cream thing and it's fucking delicious should we stop i mean i would love that i wish i this palm desert it says 2.2 miles away la Perts, 
There's a couple. They open in 30 minutes. Let's see if, if it's like 30 minutes away and it's on the way, I would love that. Okay. Shout out in the comments to if you've ever had a Dole Whip. Have you ever had Dole Whip? So uh, some of the best pineapple I ever had, and I don't know if it was just because I was in Hawaii. It's the only time I've been to Hawaii, but I had some pineapple that I I ate so much pineapple while I was in Hawaii that the, the acidity okay. made my cheeks like so rough on the inside Whoa. from eating so much of the pineapple and like where it's like that kind of itchy like like scratchy feeling on the inside of your mouth because so much acid from the fruit yeah. like I just kept scooping and eating it was so good yeah there's one that's like six minutes away and then there's another one but they don't open for till 11 oh, they're so. not open We'll just drive. There might be one. There, hey, there on is the, one that's 30 minutes away. On the but way back, actually, we might hit it yeah. perfectly. Because if we're heading back early and then this distance on the way yeah. back. I'm trying to see if that 30-minute one is, like, on our way. Seems like you've been playing yeah, a whatever. lot more drums lately. I have been. Yeah, it's been a trip, man. I, um, uh, Yeah, Mad Peaceful. We just played a pretty fun show with a bunch of great bands and um, – Rick Kosick said he saw you and it sounded really good. Yeah, yeah, he's been out to one. I, I mean, it's wild. It's like uh, I forget how long I've been playing drums and how um, how good you are. I guess so. Not how you good are. I am, but that, I mean, but, I know you're not going to say it, but you're a very good drummer. Or, or how capable I am of like of doing what I do. Like I, I um, not until recently did I watch a video and go like, oh, yeah, like I've been doing this a very long time, yeah. especially the style we do. Oh, um, dude, you're so good at punk drumming. I've been playing since I was uh, 14 years old. I'm 36 now, so like. Isn't that kind of crazy thing? It is crazy. It's it's probably the longest thing I've ever done without quitting and then stand up right behind it. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's a trip to, to think about, man. Um, I did this show the other night. Uh, in Hollywood, where Jesse and I were both on the lineup. Oh, I saw that with the jazz band? Yeah. Yeah, Gold Diggers, right? At Gold Diggers. How was uh, it? It was super fun, man. I We did sets, and then uh, I told Jesse I'd go, because I was opening the show. Uh-huh. Uh, after the band. So the band opened the show. Okay. Playing for 10 or 15 minutes of jazz and different music. Yeah. And then I went on. They brought me up right after that. So I was like, okay, what well, would be cool is if I do... My set, Jesse, then I bring you up, and then we allot time from our sets to just riff and play our instruments together. Yeah. So I said, maybe, like, uh, like you know, you mentioned something. Like, we, we, we planned something out where basically she's she said something like, man, I wish there was a trumpet here or something. I just walked on stage and handed Hilarious. her a trumpet. And then she called me back on. Uh, she goes, oh, man, this is really missing the little saxophone that I just walked on playing. You just had your saxophone with you? We knew ahead of time okay, that uh, okay. there was going to be a band there, and we, we called each other. We're like, should we should we bring our instruments? Yeah. And she's Hell like, yeah. yeah, you should bring your sax. I was like, okay. So then we jammed for a little bit on stage, and it was really nice. It was the first time I had played uh, my sax in front of a live audience in a minute. Because I, I don't it's, – it's interesting. I get it all the time when I'm on the road. Somebody in Chicago was literally, literally like uh, – when I was headlining shows out there, they were like, where's your saxophone, dude? Yeah. I was like, I don't use it for my stand-up, brother. Did you bring your sacks in your bag with all the other shit you have to travel with? Anyway. Yeah, it's... I get that, but it's always about the purple dildo. Well, it's an iconic thing, A man. different kind of blowing going on there. Yeah. 
But it's, yeah, that's funny. And I, can I just say this? I love you all for caring about it, but sometimes I'll just be like, I don't just walk around with it. People are like, where's the purple dildo? I'm like, I'm at work. I'm at dinner with my mom <laughs> yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. I'm a human being. <laughs> I'm not just a purple dildo. Like I'm I more said, than I, that. Yeah, I'm pretty boring Could now. Could somebody make some purple dildo art where it's just Joel's face on the purple dildo? Okay, sure. <gasps> yeah. <gasps> Can someone make one where I'm having a, what would be like a funny fucking, uh, I don't know, just me doing stuff with the purple dildo on, you know, maybe on a roller coaster, maybe oh, at all. Like it's like, uh, yeah, it's like a montage. Like yeah. A, it's a, you're my best friend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Me there, me eating at Olive Garden with a dildo on. Me uh, oh, right now on the roadcast, purple dildo. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I the, put the, Jeremiah's face driving, on it. The purple dildo's driving. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or it's a stick shift, but you're shifting. Anyway, uh, wow, Fantasy Springs. Let a me job tell you, for only Ryan J. Ebel. That's right. Yeah, I'm sure he really wants. He came that. to a stand up on the spot recently. It was really nice to see him cool. and hang with him. And then we also went uh, to your birthday dinner. Yeah, yeah. He visits me at work every now and then to come hang out, dude. That place. It's called Little Tony's. Little right? Tony's in North Hollywood. Big oh. fan. Okay. The calzone there was one of the best calzones I've had in my entire life. Hell yeah. To the point where I chased it when I was on the road. I was chasing that sensation and that yeah. taste and flavor. Yeah. In Florida. I had to <laughs> stop eating. I literally was biting into this and I was choking on the cheese. There yeah. was it was just I had eighty calzones before I found out that the proportions were all off, dude. That was something special at that little tone. We got to go back. I we wanna, do. I, I would like I to like get the a, vibe there, too. I do, too. Yeah. It's a nice place. Their pizza's really good. The calzones are good. Um, yeah, I like that place a lot. If you've never been there, check them out. Um, damn. Now I'm fucking hungry for bullshit. Now I want junk food. Well, we're headed to our burrito spot. That's right. I'm very f- excited about that. How far are we from there? Hour 25. Okay. Man. So the, I always for, kind of forget how long this drive is. I thought I thought it was five hours, but I guess it's closer to seven, right? Oh, yeah. it's uh, The five-hour drive was more when we went to the bay for, gotcha. that, for that rooster that's sea right. feathers gig. But great. Yeah, Am I getting a, fucking hiccups right now on a podcast? That's great. Joel, it's okay, man. If you got It's not okay, man. I'm freaking out right now. When was the last time you had a panic attack? Oh, last night. No. Yeah. What was it? What was it? I uh, so so I don't sleep well, and I I gotta stop this. I gotta figure out a better way to sleep. But I've been doing like edibles to go to bed. But last night I just kind of ate too much, I think. And since I'm having these throat issues, I started like freaking out about it. You just start going d- deep. You know what is it? You go from everything's okay. To what if I'm dying? What if it's the, you know, and then I was like, when you make these commitments, it's like, you got to go. You know, I couldn't, I'm not going to like call you in the morning and be like, I can't make it, you know. Right. Um, and I woke up, I, I tried to go to bed around 10, woke up around midnight or two and just was like in a full blown, I don't know if the edibles hit me late or I was panicky. I had ca- a lot of caffeine yesterday. Um and I was just sweating, man. And then finally got to bed and I woke up this morning feeling a lot better. But, uh, yeah, it's a weird thing because your rational brain doesn't even matter. Like you can rash, you can be rational 
somewhere deep in your mind and be like, ah, you're tripping. It's going to be great. But then that, that big, big P, you know, big panic will come out and be like, no, you're not. Okay. What if this, what if that you start just, uh, going deep and I I can handle them a little better if I'm not on the edibles. But last night they kind of gripped me. They got you in their grasp. Yeah. And I need to just not do it. I need to find a more healthy way to sleep. But I've I've tried a lot of stuff, and it, a lot of it doesn't work for me. I've tried exercising, all of that. Uh, I gotta sneeze. So get this, this happened to my mom recently, Joel, which is kind of crazy. Okay. She, I was frustrated first of all that she didn't tell me that she ended up going to the hospital over this, but she went to the hospital, in the middle of the night. She thought she was having a heart attack. Jesus. She's never been prone. To panic attacks in her life. Oh yeah, and she had, she woke up in the middle of the night uh-huh. to a panic attack. Yeah, and the doctors said what they think happened was she had a gnarly dream. Yeah, and it set off a, a full blown. Oh, panic I've been attack. there, dude. Yeah. So she's never had a panic attack before. You know, the number one thing is heart attack. If you've never had one, that's the number one thing people come in thinking it is. She thought she was having a heart attack. She couldn't, like, she couldn't breathe. She couldn't, the Jeez. whole thing. Ugh. And um, and she goes to the doctor. She goes, why would I wake up to a panic attack? He goes, sometimes it happens if you have uh, a traumatic dream yeah. that really sets something off for you. Then you end up having Yeah, dude. That. So she went to the hospital, full thing, and she really thought that she was having a heart attack. I've been there. <laughs> yeah. More often than I'd like to. I, yeah, I had, I had one of those recently. I had a dream that I was gonna do stand-up on Kimmel and uh Barris was like yeah you could ride with me we leave at like 11 and like oh, everything at home was going wrong where like I was gonna be late I was gonna miss it and then like I uh I woke up in the middle of that and I was like in a mental state of like still feeling like I was gonna miss it yeah to the point where I wanted to go back to sleep to see if I was still going to make it on time. I was like still in that weird like dream state. Sure. But um damn that sucks. That sucks. I I there it's the worst because it just starts especially in my case I even when I'm okay, you start panicking about panicking and then it's just this like circle Cyclical thing. It sucks, man. But Dude, I had this crazy dream last night where what was I wearing? <laughs> It wasn't a bad dream. Uh, it was it was more of just like a unique dream. It wasn't actually bad at all. It was just the details were so weird. Damn. So in this universe, Barack Obama <laughs> was Barry Allen from The Flash. Okay. So like Barack, like Barry Obama. Yeah. yeah it was yeah, like yeah. this weird crossover okay. thing where he was The Flash, but he was also the president for a time. Okay. And my brother and I were playing him in ping pong. and But also, we had just taken photos with him and stuff like that. And he was having to separate my brother and I because, like, he and I were, like, yelling at each other because okay. we are super competitive. Yeah. And I kind of, like, looked at Barack Obama like, like, listen, like, you can try to separate us, but, like, this is what we do. Like, we're yeah. competitive. Like, it's fine. And you're talking about good. the Flash, the DC Yeah, character. the superhero. Okay, okay. So Barry Obama was the Flash in this universe. Okay. And he was president. It was very weird. I don't know. It's like some The Boys type yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was my dream last oh, night. Oh, okay, cool. That was uh, it. That I was thought the extent you were gonna of it. Like, I thought you were, like, 
it sent you into a panic or no, something. No, yeah. no, no, no. It was just a bizarre dream. I have some very, very uh, vivid You're weird just dreams. yelling at the president that, yo, man, you don't get it, dude. This is how we... This is how we communicate, man. We're brothers, yeah. dude. Yo. Yo. That's my brother, Yo. bitch. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Mr. White. <laughs> uh, yeah, bitch is really thrown out a lot. Oh, dude. He, sometimes when he uses it, I'm like, ooh. It's intense. It's yeah. intense sometimes. What a team, though. Now, now I look back at all the times I remember seeing them at awards shows. But didn't get it because I didn't watch the show at the time. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is why. Oh, amazing. Did you see that uh, pop chip ad that they did on the Super Bowl? I th- uh, No, I don't think so. Oh, it was with them and Tuco in the ad. They're blue chips. Oh, shit. And he he eats one of the blue chips and, he, and Tuco starts going, tight, 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 tight. <laughs> it was great. It was, I mean, you know. Damn, dude! It was, like they sh- reshot it, like very similar to the original. It's it's wild. I also, um, growing up, I knew a lot of tweakers, and uh, it is a trip. So a lot of the accuracy with like how they are and um, how quickly they fly off the handle and weird mood swings and shit like that. Yeah, I've been trying to write a joke about all the characters that I like kind of ran into what, that what were on was, that stuff. What was like a tweaker that you knew? It was back in high school. That you Would you hang with them or just kind of know I them? I would kind of hang with them because like um, the place that they would do it, um, I could just like smoke weed there or whatever, right. like freely. You wouldn't have oh, to Oh, yeah, you're, you're like, like, you're like, if anybody's getting arrested, it's those guys yeah, right there. Yeah. 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 Or also like, you know, what are they going to call my parents? You know, tell them I'm smoking gotcha. weed there. Like, I'm good. Like, these are cool. Yeah. Cool tweakers. Um. Oh, my God. I don't know if I should say these names. Uh, I'll just say the archetypes, right? Yeah, say the archetypes. One, the first one that I think of is there was this, like, thuggy Asian guy who wore these bomber jackets. You know, I'm pretty sure you'd say the N-word. Just very, like, if you you closed your eyes, you would think he was, like, a black dude from, like, Staten Island or something. Really? But he was just, like, this Asian guy. He had the vernacular and cadence. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and... uh, and uh, so that was one guy that I remembered. Um, there was a woman. Uh, all right, I'm just going to – I'll just say – I think her name was Stella. Stella or Estella. And uh, I'll say this. There was a lot of Dremel artwork going on. What is Dremel A Dremel artwork? is like a little – a little like sander like you ever see people use them for crafts like oh with the circle like circle or like a little sander you can make like you know wooden things but there was a lot of carving of names into piece miscellaneous woods um by this woman i would always come in she's working on a new piece a lot of markers out and then uh she's the lady that taught me how to mix uh taka vodka which is like the cheapest vodka like bottom of the barrel vodka with watermelon arizona uh it wasn't iced tea but arizona like watermelon drink yeah as like a cocktail to make to drink that so we drank that a lot um who else there i i uh maybe i won't say names maybe we'll keep uh whatever the archetypes going (laughs) yeah 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 when was the last time you spoke or saw these people oh my god i'm 36 now i want to say maybe 17 18 Okay. Maybe late, maybe later on in life. Maybe I was already twenty-one. Um, and this is in the Frogtown area. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, there was another woman there who um, the thing was that she like looked 
or at one time looked like Angelina Jolie. Um, apparently, she's doing really good now. She probably is, like, back to full health. But, you know, that shit ravages you, you know. Um, and the whole thing was, uh, oh, my God. She's not going to listen to this. Did you know any fat meth people? I did, yeah. I knew a couple, yeah. Uh, sorry, but go ahead. You said uh, she had one. Um, she had a popped breast implant. I don't know if they took it out or something. So one. One was like a real un- big, uneven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but uh, she was really nice. But you know, just tough times. And, and she uh, couldn't uh, afford to to read. Not at that point. Yeah, I oh. guess she was. She had like a pretty good career, and then I think it all fell apart. So at the time, I didn't so really. So let's just call this woman headlight. Yes. <laughs> With one headlight. Remember that wallflower song? Uh, so long ago, I don't remember when. That's when they say I lost my only friend. <laughs> uh, but so her and then, yeah, I knew a couple big, big tweakers, man. That man would just like fuck with their skin a lot. Um, of course. What else? Uh, there was this guy. He would just. Uh, so so I was ignorant to a lot of it. I didn't realize how many of them were doing it. I thought they were just hanging out there like smoking weed or whatever. And there was a guy who would tattoo there. Uh, in the garage like all night and I remember like going in at like th- 2 3 a.m. to go smoke a blunt or something and he's in there tattooing and now I look back and I'm like oh yeah he was tweaking like just tattooing all night oh yeah but back then I was like wow this guy really loves his craft like, he loves to like, hang out he loves to create art he's smoking weed tattooing all night yeah um who else uh god there were so many I mean there were there were two people they were a couple and they would just like fight all the time. Um, and uh, what was the one? Oh man, I had another one other character. And how did you get involved with this group? Just through like being a degenerate kid, like who was a high school you, dropout. You, need, like, you needed spots. I needed to a spot to hang out and do and what hang. I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, it was kind of like your own Neverland, where like there's no parents yeah, around. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And you said this is when you dropped out of high school. This is when you're running around with this crew. Kind or? of. Yeah, I wasn't really. Uh, I had my own sort of group, but I would be like, yo, like, yeah, I just said, yo, uh, yo, we could, <laughs> yo, we could go smoke weed at this place and just hang out. And so, we'd go, uh, we'd go just hang out there, man. I remember like. Yeah, yeah, doing mushrooms, hanging out there, doing just, just, yeah, it was like sort of a lawless place to do whatever we wanted. Um, and now I just look back, it was just, it just kind of fucked, you know, a lot, a lot of dark energy around a lot of that stuff. But I, luckily I was ignorant to a lot of it. I mean, um, one of the guys one time watched me play drums and, uh, or he wanted me to show him me playing drums because he had all these CDs. He's like, I'll let you come pick a bunch. I just want to see you play drums, whatever. And I played. He's like, oh, you're good. He's like, come down to this place. I got these CDs. I went down there and, like, he had crates of, like, punk albums, man. I got so many CDs from him as a kid. And uh, it was pretty cool. But now I'm like, oh, they were all stolen or something, you know. Um so uh, that Chris Rock joke of like the the upside of crack is that you could get a VCR for thirty dollars at if you're at the right place that you know is really true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't, how do, do we get there? Do you remember? Uh, we were just talking about Breaking this, Bad. Like, yeah, Breaking Bad. That, yeah. Do you remember when we shot that video Skate Dads with Pat Reagan years yeah. ago? And 
there were like some shady kids who stole my skateboard. Yeah. That was so weird. Yeah, did we ever get it back? No. no. And I knew one of the guys, or I said, what's up to him? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. it was bizarre. Oh, that But we were sucks. like sidetracked, like filming stuff. Yeah, it was at the river. Yeah, a lot of that shit is gone now where I live. Like, uh, now you'll go to the river and it's mostly just, like, white people and cyclists and people with their coffees. Yeah. Um, that people. was, like, really towards the end of, like, the hard transition of when Frogtown was really just sort of, like, right. this is over. Yeah. And now there's a few, there's a few knuckleheads running around, but for the most part it's, like, more artsy, more yeah, hipster. Yeah, it's really not the same way it used to be, which is good in a lot of ways. I feel bad for the people getting priced out and stuff, but, you know, I don't know. So Sorry, excuse speaking me. Speaking of Pat, uh, people will ask me, obviously, updates uh, yeah. on Pat every once in a while. He, he's doing well. If, if you're curious, my boy Patty Reagan, uh, he came over with his daughter to my place. Recently, we got a chill, and uh, his daughter and my son were playing with each other. That was kind of crazy to oh see my that. God, That's yeah. kind of a trip, man. Uh, but yeah, uh, he put out a new album like uh, a couple months ago that's on Spotify and all that stuff that you can check out if you're one to hear or see. Um, he's got what so he's many albums on. out. It's pretty impressive how he's much he's He's very music. prolific. Yeah. Uh, really talented songwriter. Uh, I suggest going and just checking them all out. I I I, th I still think a lot of people haven't heard a lot of the Baby Boys stuff that we've done. So like, we're sitting there on like I think three full albums that I I think are really great and uh, some of the best drum work I've done. Um, I'm thinking about um, I I ran it by Pat last time we hung out. I said, would you be down to do a music video for one of our Reagan and Watkins songs? Yeah. Because we, the hard part's done. Is yeah, you were telling me. I'd be excited, man. So we might do a music video for one of our older tracks just because the content is there and 
uh, if we can just film it and make it look good, I, I think that that'd be awesome. Hell yeah. Uh, I, yeah, it's always nice when you have a catalog to just pull from and just get creative. And music videos can be so fun to do because you don't have to run sound. Yeah. So you can just kind of like fuck around. And all, they, all those songs were so concepty that it really lends itself to the visual of it. Yep. If you haven't seen the stepdad video, you got to check that out. With Polly Shore, baby. Yeah, my name is Jeremiah. Another, another oh, yeah. good one. Dude, so somebody was, um, uh, I went on live, on Instagram live recently, and I said, uh, they said, uh, hey, just started following you recently, um, been loving your stuff, and I, I asked him, I was like, just curious, like, how you, like, if you're just now following me, like, how you came about, was it a stand-up clip, was it a podcast, and she goes, I found you through your clip with Polly Shore. Uh-huh. And it's a clip of Polly being he's roasting me at first, but then he's being very nice and complimentary about me uh as a comic and he's been eventually saying that the like like keep doing what I'm doing that I'm gonna make it and yeah. have like a mansion and all that stuff. It was very yeah. nice of him to say, but she literally saw that clip because it did well online and she's like, Oh yeah, as soon as I saw Polly endorsing you like that I started following you right Damn, away I was like wow, wow that's dude. cool the weasel the weasel bro that's cool my buddy Dan Ramos is opening for him right now they're on they're on like a little tour together dude shout out to Dan Ramos bro hey bro what's up dude hey what's up dudes dude yeah. you're going to Phoenix that's cool that's bro that's cool huh huh oh you're a headliner oh, now bro. wow Dude, look at the mountains over there, bro. Right? Huh? <laughs> I fucking love Polly, man. He's been real nice to me. Yeah. Over the years. Uh, that was a trip. I remember like a few years ago, you're like, can I give Polly Shaw your number? Yeah. And then he texted me, you play drums? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And then we ended up. I we ended still up, mochi. <laughs> yeah, playing with him for a little while. And, yeah, that's uh, cool. Yeah, now when I see him at the store, it's like, yeah, it's just awesome. What a trip, man. Dude, uh, have you seen the lineup that just dropped for the When We Were Young Festival in Vegas? Uh, Yeah. Which one is that? The one with, like, corn and all that? No. It's oh, headlining. It's Blink-182 and Green Day. Wow. And then, dude. The bands on this are insane. Let's see. When we were young. Sum 41, Less Than Jake. It's it's a crazy there lineup. Yellow Card. Damn, dude. It's pretty wild, bro. Pretty God tier fr- era. Come on. When we were young fest. Pretty oh, crazy. Oh, here we go. Sick. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to see Green Day. I don't think I've ever seen them live. I um, would love to see them. The Offspring is fucking awesome live. I've seen them live. They're One incredible. of the best concerts yeah, I've ever seen. Me too, man. Yeah. Um, I I think uh, yeah, a lot of this shit's really good. There's some stuff I don't really love here, but but also they're all good bands. I think I'm just real close-minded. I think I go back to being a teenager and being like, "Fuck these guys." But, oh yeah. But they're all great. I mean. I missed out on a lot of good music because I was being a dumb, like, closed-minded fuck. But, uh... What was the shift 
then you're talking about that era of like hanging out with tweakers and stuff like that. Yeah. What was the shift that where you're where you're like, I gotta I gotta mix things up a bit. Um, because that's like, that's a very specific lifestyle. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think uh, I can't remember what happened first. I think uh, I think I ended up I. I ended up like fucking around a little bit with with uh, amphetamines for like a little while. Oh yeah, here pull, pull the mic down just a little bit. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and then I uh, I ended up like going to AA for a while to sort of like kind of kick that. It was more like kicking the group of friends I was with and like the Al- lifestyle. Almost I Almost like somebody allowing you to distance yourself because. You're having an outside force tell you, like, this isn't healthy? Yeah, did, did that yeah help? kind of. Yeah, it really helped sort of, like, because before that, I, I, th- I don't think I had any direction. Like, I had, um, I would just, like, I was just floating around life. And then uh, I don't remember exactly what happened, man. I think I, I, think I just started working. I got a job. I dropped out of high school. When I turned 18, I started working at Target. Were your parents cool with you? dropping out of high school or what, uh, what, was, the consen- so. what no, was the consensus I, I think uh i think they were bummed i think i was already 17 i was pretty close to turning 18 um i don't really know i've never really talked to them i think i maybe have like buried that because i think uh now when i look back i feel bad because i probably put them at risk of like a lot of stuff back then you know being i don't know and uh yeah i don't know what happened i don't know i'm, I'm trying to think of what the shift was i think I think I started working at Target. Um, I don't really know. I, I do. I will say that having, whether having like a my a strong like. I think I have really good parents. I love them. They're very supportive They're of whatever awesome, I dude. do. I think that that always kind of kept me from really diving into the bad stuff. So like, I kind of like was guilty by association a lot. Um, it, I'm not blaming anybody else. It was my choice to, to do all that stuff. But um, I think having, like, a n- good supportive parents, I think, kind of kept me from falling completely overboard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, – I don't know. I don't know what it was. I don't know. I, then I started stand-up. I mean, when I started stand-up, it was, like, I found community and I found, like, all of that. I don't, I don't really know. I don't really – I think um, – yeah, I don't know. I think I've always just had a drive for something better. I think I've had little dips where I didn't know what was going on, but uh, this sounds super like self-absorbed or whatever. But I've always felt like I was meant to do something a little more than just the norm. Uh, whether I don't, th- I don't think that means like on some huge level, or I think I'm better than anybody, or I just felt like I've always looked at the world and been like, that's not for me. I want to figure this out. Yeah. And, um I, I mean, don't know. I don't know. Maybe watching people's lives fall apart from fucking up. Uh, that's a good question, man. I, I'm trying to think of when I stopped, like, fucking around. Uh, because I always make the joke that I wasn't even, like, a human till I was, like, 25. Isn't that crazy? Like, how you'll look back at different parts of your life and, and feel like that's not even remotely yeah. you? Yeah. And I don't know what... Uh, I don't know what it was. I don't know what. Maybe it was just a gradual progression. I thing. think it was. I think it, it was wasn't a all at pres- once. It wasn't like maybe it wasn't a defining moment. It was just more like seeing things over time where you're like, ah, I gotta, 
I gotta stop hanging with these people and yeah, focusing there was a on this a little bit more. Too, where I was like helping my parents out a lot at home with like house payments, shit like that, and I was like felt responsible and i was like oh, i can't fuck around you know like i used to make jokes that like i stopped doing mushrooms when i started having like real responsibilities because i just couldn't i couldn't afford to get a call that something happened and i'm like fucked up or whatever yeah, you're tripping while something yeah is going you know on. my yeah. mom she's had her her and my dad have had their sort of like health issues over the years and i was just like oh, i don't want to be that guy i don't know I think I've always had some sort of core center of, like, positivity and, like, knowing that that wasn't the way. I mean, I've had some really good mentors in my life and, like, um, I don't know. I, I'm i sort of coming to the conclusion lately, and this might be wrong. People might think, but that this is also hard to say about myself, but um, I think I'm pretty likable. And I think that through that I've made r- friends who are really good people and uh or have been through some shit and know i I've, I've made a lot of friends in my life because i think i think i'm likable uh that's hard to say out loud but um i have to whatever and uh through those friends i think i've been shown certain pathways uh i i, I always would tell people that like i want to live my life in a way where um, if the shit hit the fan, I would at least have a couch to sleep on. Yeah. And the other one I say is that if I was being filmed, I wouldn't be embarrassed for my friends to see how I was acting in those moments. Uh, that's a that's a very good takeaway. So for I've been sure. trying now later on in my life. I'm 36 now, trying to really turn that up and like live this thing, you know. And yeah, we're like trying to almost like, you know, I, I'm always trying to hone in on. The person that I want to be as every year that I get uh, older, especially yeah. and especially now that I have a son and another one on the way, it's kind of scary how quickly and how easily my son soaks up oh, just yeah. being around me yeah, and stuff I like do. that, where I have to monitor certain behaviors a little bit more because he's literally looking at yeah, my wife and I as examples. Yeah. Like he he he'll mimic the way I eat sometimes because it's just it's yeah. so trippy, bro. Dude, that's crazy. I mean, not to get all philosophical, but it's um that uh if we're using religion as like a a like moral Compass lesson, or whatever. Lesson if you're thinking about being created in the image of God or whatever. If you go back to thinking about your kids, if he's literally the son and you're the father, it's like he is in your image and the things that you do, he will. And also walk, leading by example and walk, walking it instead of just telling him to do things. He's literally like watching you walk the walk. So you have to almost like walk that line to to make sure that he is becomes, you know, the best version of himself that he can be. You know, it's uh yeah. I, I just thought of this, and this is, I don't mean this to come off sacrilegious no, or no, anything, no. but uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking of, like, you're talking about, like, God making man in his own image and stuff like that. Do you think that, if you believe in God or whatever, yeah. that uh, <laughs> I'm just imagining, you know, Adam figuring out, like, how to have sex with Eve but uh-huh. then, like, maybe she wasn't in the mood one night, and he's just sitting there, <laughs> and he's just like, wait, 
can I do this myself? Oh, like, inve- like the, the invention first, of masturbation. Yeah, the invention, like, and God's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. I wasn't meant for that. Yeah. You know, and he just, like, starts, like, pumping. He's like, ah, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, I don't know. I, I am of the, I don't think there's anything about masturbation in the Bible. I think that's been, like, changed around a bit. But also, yeah, I think that, um. Anything of of anything is bad for you, you know. I think yeah, that you yeah, gotta yeah. like. It can definitely be destructive if you're addictively jerking off, you know. I would say that the that back then it was fine because there wasn't a lot of porn to look at. Or well, you would just have sex and babies back then. Yeah, that's no it. birth control. Yeah. You know. I don't know. I've seen some pretty sexy holes in trees, though. Yo, that oak be looking thick. Yeah, you never saw one of those, the holes. You see a bird crawl in and you're like, oh, I could go in there. Mm, that trunk. Yeah, tree-hugging fucking hippies, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, a funny, that's a funny joke idea, like a premise idea of just feeling, one night Eve wasn't into it and he's yeah. just like, but the other, on the other hand is like, who <laughs> was around to stop him, you know? <laughs> Sounds awful. I'm not advocating that at all uh, awful and deplorable i'm just saying if they were the only two people on earth right anyway god i feel bad we might have to cut that out oh you i mean what you're not saying that you endorse it but that's, that's the reality that's the reality well i just think uh i had another thing to say about that and i don't know if i'm uh go for it dude that's what these are for man Free thoughts. We're driving out in the middle of the desert, yeah, Breaking I, Bad style yeah, right now. Right. Rather no, than I mean, rather than cooking meth, we're cooking up hopefully some laughs for y'all. I or would some argue that that's how most babies happened back then too. I mean, oh, I'm there sure was, was not most, but there was a lot of babies that happened because there were a lot of babies made out of that culture of just like no. I mean, even nowadays, people are like, "Well, you're my wife," and it's like, "Well, that doesn't mean anything." Yeah. You oh no, could, that's weird. I can still tell you no, you fucking yeah. psycho. There's weird label. I mean, yeah, there's a oh. lot of a lot of that, I'm sure, that goes on. Yeah, this is this this topic is above my pay grade. I'll let I'll let the the philosophers handle it. Yeah, philosophers, you know, uh women, people that are more educated <laughs> in this sort of realm. Well, perfect. Well, I will say it's wrong though. I'll take a high a high horse stance and say totally wrong. <laughs> Dude, you made me laugh so hard the last time when you brought up my parents' divorce. And there was people who online, like, they'd be like, why is this funny? I'm like, that's exactly why it's yeah. funny. I've had people tag me in the clip and go, I love this because I've had a rough life. I, my parents' divorce. Yeah. This is the only way I could deal with it yeah. is this dark humor. Yeah, exactly. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. it was. That is one of my favorite. I watched that so many times. Because it had everything in it. It had me talking about my dead dog. <laughs> R.I.P. I hate saying it like right, that. Right. But it was all this dark subject matter and um, and just laughter. And to me that is like the that is what we're getting at with comedy. You know, I think I think when the art form is at its best, it is used in that context. Or when it's when it's transcendent it is because of those moments, you know. Yep. Um, that's why I was I was talking about earlier about Marin's new special. I loved it. I think that that to me is like the same thing. You know, it's very like dark, but 
uh, I don't know. I think when the craft it's at its top level, it's when we're turning these sad things into funny. Yeah, dude. Well, um, I think we're about to wrap up this this road cast. Hell yeah, that means fucking episode. Ta- tacos are close. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're getting closer to uh, getting some lunchy poo. This is totally looks like where they be cooking meth, man. No, it it does completely out in the dude like beyond those mountains over there. Yep. Pinkman, Heisenberg. That's right. Crazy right beyond eight. those hills. Crazy eight. Also, uh, oh, what's the other one's name? Combo. Combo. I don't think I've got in there. What was the big dude that got crushed by the cars? Oh, that was just another. That was one of their henchmen. Like he people. has a name. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, uh, well, you know all the. Oh no, you knew Tuco. Well, where can people, you know, updates? Uh, can we talk about that podcast? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I don't know when that? it's gonna be out, but I'm starting a new podcast. Me and my door guy, homies, uh, Saul Trujillo and Hormoz Rashidi. Um, it's called the Dogs of Brown Town. Uh, we got a pot. We got one under the belt. We're just waiting to hear about when we can move forward. But uh, I, I post about everything on my Instagram at mostly sorry um, and at mad peaceful band. Also, if you're not following Joel on Instagram, he posts some amazing highlights uh, of from his stand up, from his drumming, and also past Kill Tony moments that are really good and some have gone super viral oh, bro yeah. i was proud to see that man i, think I was like, like let's go two million or something with yeah. that ben franklin oh, was kind of crazy dude so good yeah she's great she's a really nice uh, lady woman did she reach Girl. out um yeah she commented like she she's just super cool she's yeah. just like yeah i know when i've been gone or like whatever and yeah, it's like, yeah yeah and then i love it when in the comments people are like hell yeah she handled that so well like yeah she's been so cool and then uh yeah uh, yeah, whatever. Anyway, yeah, I'm mostly sorry. Looking and forward to this weekend. Back to you in the studio. Yeah, dude. March 21st, my new special. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Out. It's called Daddy. It's going to be on this channel, youtube.com slash Jeremiah Watkins. Uh, going to do like a premiere watch, trying to get the word out as much as possible. So <clears throat> let people know. Tune in. Watch it. If you can't make that night, watch it the day after or next. Share it. Tell your friends. Yeah, trying to get the word out. Uh, and then... Lots of stand-up on the spots in the works at youtube.com slash at standupots. It's a dedicated channel to that show, and it's been going amazingly and having a lot of fun episodes with a lot of fun comics, and I'm sure Joel will get you uh, back on that later in the year if you're down to do oh, another yeah, episode I'd of that. Oh, yeah, I'd love to, man. Always scary, always exhilarating, always fun. Excuse me for the yawn. Also, you know how they say when you yawn, you can make other people yawn? So if this yawn made you yawn... Uh, leave it in the comments. I want to know if it works digitally. Oh, like, well, yeah, if somebody hearing it in their earbuds or even on a computer yeah, or whatever. Yeah, excuse me, if that yawn made you yawn. Yeah, dude, I mean, does, how how far down does the yawn rabbit hole actually go, dude? That's, like, know. what you have to think about. Yeah, that's right. We'll figure it out here on uh, Jeremiah Wonder's Roadcast. Love you guys. Until yeah. next time. Joel and I just drank some Red Bulls. We finished watching... They call me Magic Apple Plus series. How you feeling? How you feeling, buddy? I'm. How you feeling, Joe? I'm really. Bur- I didn't sleep. I didn't sleep last night, Jeremiah. I got three three hours ish. Yeah. Um, I just kind of s- stared in the dark, and uh, we left Arizona at four at f- f- 
five. We will go four thirty. Wheels out four fifty. Yeah, I'm going on zero sleep. Uh, hosting Bray Improv tonight. Uh, can't wait to nap. We're almost there. Yeah. How did that? How did that thirty minute set feel last night? Oh, it was great. It was. Uh, yeah, it was fun. It's only the second. I would say it's probably the first time I've done it because the, the first time I did it didn't really count. I don't think. Um, it was good. I can't wait to do it again. I want to review the tape and. I don't know. It's great, yeah. Thank you. Thanks for letting me do it. Yeah, of course. All right, Joel. You just had your first sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit from Carl's Jr. Thoughts? I mean, I, I this might be a crazy statement, but I think it's the best fast food biscuit I've ever had. It's pretty solid. Yeah, it was great. Go fuck it. Go to Carl's Jr. It's a hidden gem if you have a Hardee's next to you if you're more in the Midwest. There's biscuits and gravy there. I have fond memories of going there with my dad a bunch. Amazing biscuits. Check it out. Hell yeah, I'm about to eat another one and then some French toast sticks. Well, we made it. How you feel? Pretty good. Excited to go take a nap, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Love you, brother. Good I love time. you too, man. What a fun weekend. Another good one in the books. See you next time. Until next time.